Welcome to the Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Thrive Fantasy. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bodman. Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Lion Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Lion Star App and at Lion Star NFL. And download the app in the Apple App Stores and the Google Play Store. Give you everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. And no, you are not mistaken. We are not talking baseball. This is football. This is NFL Week 1. It's the same mm. beautiful faces if you're on the Line Star YouTube channel. Different background, different awesome intro, same great content. Previewing your NFL Week 1 action. 13 games on the main slate. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick. My co-host, as always, and all these fun endeavors on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? I am ready to rock and roll for week one, man. We're doing the, the main slate, of course. So, you no know, Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. If it's a night game, it's not on this slate. But uh, I think there's a lot to pick and choose from in week one. Week one is always the toughest, whether you're talking about betting or DFS, uh, pretty much anything because there's going to be some new wrinkles and offenses. There's going to be some guys that are underused or overused as uh, from where everyone thought in their preseason predictions. but we are ready for it. We are ready to rock and roll. So let's get cracking, Bob. Yeah, as you saw in college football last week, as you're a big college football guy, that things we thought were going to happen, slow starts, different program. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, they're running a committee here. Like, all of these different everybody things. Everybody but Bama. Like, yeah, everybody but Bama. Man, they just suck. But, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> going to be fun. And the other fun part about week one DFS is these prices have been out for a month. So there's some mispriced guys because all of a sudden they have jobs now or they won this battle or a guy got hurt. Like so many goofy things can change a lot. So there's going to be some chalk and it might be good chalk this week is how it goes. So let's get cracking on this one. First game on the docket, Tennessee or Arizona at Tennessee. I should say on this one, we have, um, you know, Kyler Murray heading in to face Ryan Tannehill. I'm trying to pull up something real quick here. Tennessee's a minus three favorite over under 52 and a half Bogman. So where are you, where are you inclined to go on this? So you going with the, uh, the offense, like with the passing game, the running game, what are you looking at? I mean, I love a couple options here. Ryan Tannehill is one of my favorites on this slate. Uh, 6,500 on DK, 77 on FanDuel. Of course, you always have to pay up for a QB on FanDuel. It's just kind of the rule there. But um, uh, I like Ryan Tannehill here because this secondary for the Cardinals is not great. Buda Baker's a great player, but he can't play both corners and both safety spots. So uh, he's very, very good, but he's not going to be able to cover everything. Byron Murphy has been kind of a weak spot for the Cardinals. They were planning on making him a nickelback this year. And then, um, you know, uh, uh, Malcolm Butler just up and retired last week. So now we force Malcolm Butler back out there. He might be covering Julio Jones or A.J. Brown week one. So good luck with that, Byron. So I I think that um, I think Tannehill is going to be great. Uh, As far as the running backs go, I kind of like, you know, I mean, Derrick Henry can pay up for whenever. Uh, but I kind of like you mentioned Chase Edmonds a little underpriced too, 46 and 59. So I like his price and he's only a hundred bucks more on uh, DK than James Connor. Uh, Connor to me is probably mainly a goal line back to start. We'll see. That's kind of a dicey situation. So if you want to avoid it, I understand that. But for me, the plays I like, I like Tannehill, uh, you know, Derrick Henry's always in play. I like Chase Edmonds. The wide receivers, too, if you want to pay up for A.J. Brown, even though he's banged up, you can as long as he's playing. Julio, I think, is a great play at 68 and 7,000. 
if AJ Brown is down, Bob, Josh Reynolds, a great Perfect. play at 34 and 49. Hopkins is always in play. Rondell Moore might be sneaky at 3,000 for the Cardinals as well. Not interested in any tight ends and definitely not interested in any defense here. Yeah, I'm with you. Big big shootout coming up here. I mentioned the stat on the betting podcast that you guys should go check out, but Tannehill is an overs machine. That's the best way I'm going to say it. you got to listen for the full stat by going to the show. But he's been an overs machine in his 26 starts with the Titans, and I think that continues on here. His price tag on DK, especially at 65, is ridiculously cheap. I think he will have to throw the ball as much as they want to run the ball with Henry. They are still going to throw it quite a bit, and he'll get his numbers, and he uses his legs, which is always a beautiful thing when it comes to fantasy. That's why people love the Murrays, the Jacksons and company. Tannehill runs too. Runs a lot, so I, I don't mind him at 65. I think he's a great uh, piece to match up there with potentially Brown. I think Julio's – the thing with, with Brown, if he's going to miss, Julio's going to be super popular. Yeah. One, which is going to make things Very tough. True. Still an okay play, but like if Brown's playing, then it might kind of lower Julio a bit, which makes it interesting. But I'm glad you mentioned it. Josh Reynolds at 34 on DK, 49 on Fandle becomes a just outstanding play. Sneaky, if, sneaky. If AJ misses there. So I like that. And on the flip side, like if you're stacking a shootout – I love what you mentioned about Chase Edmonds. Most people look shootout. They forget running backs completely. If they're shooting out, Edmonds is going to be a massive ball-catching machine. I wouldn't be shocked if he has four or five, maybe more catches. If it's a shootout type, situation, like little dump-offs all over the place, get yeah. him in open space. He could have a very, very nice game, especially on DK at 46 in a PPR format. Big fan of what you're breaking down on that one. Love what you're putting down. I'm picking it up, Boggs. Good stuff there. All right, Cleveland at Kansas City. There should be another potential shootout for us on this one. Cleveland's minus, or Kansas City's minus six at home in Arrowhead, over under four, 54 and a half Bogman. So where are you going in this one? Anytime you want to pay up for Patrick Mahomes, uh, you have my permission. Like He's amazing, of course. But I think the better value here is Baker Mayfield. I think, you know, and I think it doesn't really matter how the game turns out unless Cleveland dominates, which I do not see happening. So, I think this is one of two things. Either Kansas City is smoking them, and then Cleveland has to play catch-up, so Baker Mayfield throws the ball a lot. Or Cleveland uh, or Kansas City scores a bunch of points, and Cleveland plays them point for point, which means Baker Mayfield's throwing the ball a ton. So I think both ways uh, you're getting stuff worked out, which kind of makes me not interested in the backs here. Uh, I love Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt. I like both those guys, and they could always be in play. But they're not my favorites this week. Uh, I do like pretty much all wide receivers here. I like Tyreek Hill. Um, Jarvis Landry is one of my favorites at 6,600. OBJ, 54 and 65 is good. Higgins is a nice value at 42 and 5,000. And if you want to take your risk on Miko Hardman, great. I am all about paying up for Travis Kelsey. You got to find your deals. That's your Josh Reynolds and stuff like that if you want to play him. But uh, it can be found if you want to go with with him and not interested in defenses here either. Yeah, the, the one thing I'm going to tell people that aren't used to my content for NFL, I tell I've done this for years now where I say I usually play three maxes. That's my main thing. Every once in a while I'll dabble in different deals. But for the most part, it's three maxes. I always have one Kansas City stack at all times. At all times. <laughs> it's just what they do. Cause if you look at like the massive winning GPP lineups last year, I think they won GPPs eleven or twelve times. Because that's yeah. what they do. The key is finding the values, like you mentioned, and and doing that kind of stuff. But just the simpleness of Mahomes, Hill, and Kelsey, as expensive as they are, more often than not, crush. Like it's just ridiculous what they do. It won't be every week. That's the beauty of it. But I have, like you said, I never have a problem if you want to go there. If you want to mix it up with a McCole Hardman, who's going to be awesome this year, or some other pieces there. But like Mahomes and Kelsey are like just premiums with Hill, like right behind Kelsey. Love it. 
love what you said about the Browns, though. Um, I, I listen to the, the the bet show. You'll, you'll get my thoughts on that. But um, Mayfield, I love. Like you can pay up for Mahomes or another expensive quarterback in cash, for instance. I think Mayfield is a great cash game value for sure. You can play him in tournaments definitely. But his price at fifty nine hundred bucks on DK, I think, is a phenomenal cash game value because he's going to have to throw it so much. He's going to have a great floor. Yeah. In this matchup, I think that's what you're looking for in cash. You mentioned Jarvis Landry; he's a PPR gold gold mine. So I love that. Like I love Landry more on DK. I love Beckham more on Fanduel because I think he's going to have a big player too in this game. He's healthy; he's going to bring people back. But I also love what you mentioned about Rashad Higgins. They're going to be going three and four wide a lot in Cleveland. Yeah. Higgins is going to be on the field a ton. So I'm 100 on board with Hooper you. Hooper can be too. That's where I was going next. Hooper, I love his price tag at 4K on DK, 51 on Fanduel, super cheap. Last thing I'll say before I move on from this one, similar to that Arizona thing, Kareem Hunt at 55 could be your, your golden goose on this one because they will dump off a lot, a yeah. lot in this game. Um, it's like Landry's kind of the, the dump off play in theory, the way they kind of shove it off to him. He's more of the short route. Play. Yeah. Hunt's yeah. going to get a lot of little dump offs. It's going to be very interesting. So I'm not as in love with Hunt as I am with Edmonds per se in the Arizona game. But there's a lot of similarities, I think, there, and people are going to see Chubb and forget about Hunt. So that's one I think you guys should, should keep in mind. All right. A game no one really is going to care about much on this slate is Denver <laughs> at the New York Giants. Denver minus three, over under 42. It is in um, New York. Anything of interest to you here, Bogman? I mean, I think maybe one player interests me, and that's Cortland Sutton at 5,200. Uh, I think that is probably what I'm going to like the best here. Saquon isn't at, um, you know, isn't going to get a full workload, I don't think. I think he'll still get a significant workload, but not a, a full one. So I'm not going to pay up for him. I'm not, I'm going to wait and see what the hell is going on with this uh, Broncos running back situation before I invest in it. Um, even Kenny Galladay said he thinks that because all of the wide receivers for the Giants missed time in the preseason, that they're going to start off slow, makes me not interested in them or Daniel Jones plus Evan Ingram is hurt. Uh, Noah fans banged up a little bit. So, I mean, if anything, Denver defense, uh, Denver defense and Cortland Sutton are my two possible plays out of this game. I think Denver defense is a very good play in this game. The other thing I, I will say, this could be one of those games, as much as I hate this game, if you're looking for weird value plays due to all the injuries, they could come into play. Like if Evan Ingram doesn't play, Caden Smith is $2,500 on DraftKings. He's still going to get probably four to five targets and might find the end zone. He's like basically the dirt minimum on tight ends. So stuff like that's interesting. Do I think he's a lock play? Like, no. But I think at $2,500, bucks, you will see a lot of people talk about that in cash as a play you just go to. So keep that in mind. But for the most part, staying away from this one. <laughs> Another game that I like quite a bit this week, Green Bay at New Orleans. They are playing in Jacksonville uh, due to the, the hurricane that struck New Orleans. Green Bay is minus four over under a 50. Bogman, who are you liking here? I mean, there's a lot to like here, I think. Um, you know, you can play Aaron Rodgers at any point. You can play Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Alvin Kamara at any point. Uh, obviously, Devontae Adams falls in that, too. I think my favorite plays here are the Packers defense because if Winston gets turnover happy, he gets two or three, he might get a score out of that Green Bay defense. And also, Robert Tunyon at 4,200. I can't remember. Who was it you said? Hooper was 4,000. Yeah, Hooper's 4,000. Uh, just yeah. pay the 200 more and take Robert Tunyon. I think he could definitely get in the end zone. So uh, those are probably my favorite plays in this game. Yeah, this is one where it's, it's like just below the Kansas City love, like the Rodgers to Devontae and Tanyan type thing is pretty freaking awesome. But with the way I think Green Bay kind of handles this game, I think Aaron Jones is an elite play this week. 
I think he's a great player. I think they're going to give him the rock a lot. He's been the passing game. He'll probably get 20 to 25 touches. Wouldn't be shocked if he gets a touchdown or two. I think Aaron Jones could be one of those kind of sneakier plays on this game. So um, everyone looks at the passing game, and I, I agree. Rodgers is a beast and everything. I really like Aaron Jones this one. Other than that, the value I'd be looking at to have some fun in this because New Orleans will be throwing it a ton. Everyone and their mother is going to play Marquez Calloway. Yeah, Everybody. that's why I didn't mention him is because he's so cheap. He's going to be like 90% rostered or something. Play Traquan Smith. Oh, that's my answer. Play oh, Traquan Smith. I like he, it. He had Smith or Calloway had a monster preseason because he's good, but Smith sat out the whole preseason. He's healthy. He's he, playing he, week one. Let's go. You know what, though? I, I'll, I'll mention this just because he's so cheap. Adam Troutman is back and healthy. So I didn't yeah. really like what they were doing with him uh, in the preseason. So he is a little concerning. So I get wanting to wait and Very see. Very cheap, though. Yep. But, cheap. but he's 2,900 on uh, DK, and he's 46 on uh, FanDuel. So he's definitely a guy that could be in play if you're wanting to pay up, if you want to go like studs and scrubs. So Yeah, like if you want to go with like a Dalvin Cook lineup and a couple other guys, and you just want to go YOLO because you're in a big GPP where you got to be different and you're not using the Chiefs, a Winston, Traquan Smith, Trotman lineup on garbage time might not win it, but it might be pretty darn interesting. That's all I, I have to you say. Just so, said if you want to go YOLO, yeah, welcome to my world. This is what I do. I'm hip and oh, cool like that, man. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm Jamie Kennedy over here. So all right, Grandpa. Guys, <laughs> 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 about to fall asleep because it's uh, you know uh, nine thirty or whatever. We're lucky. Uh, this is a, a this is a different <laughs> podcast we're doing right now. Um, Jacksonville at Houston. Two great football teams here. Jacksonville minus three on the road, 45 and a half. Lawrence making his debut. What are you liking on this one? Uh, I mean, I like Trevor Lawrence, and he's cheap, 6,200. And you mentioned we like guys that run as well. He is definitely a guy that's going to run. People forget he had more rushing yards than Justin Fields did last year. So the dude has wheels and he will absolutely use them. So uh, look for him to run a little bit, but I get not trusting anything in this game. This is an ugly game. I think if I'm paying up for something, it's James Robinson, 6,459 It's actually cheaper on FanDuel. Uh, or I might pay for Brandon cooks at 53 and 63. Uh, you know, DJ shark has the finger thing. Marvin Jones, a little banged up. I don't know if I want to pay for LaVisca here. There's no tight ends. I like, and I don't want any part of either one of these defenses. So for me, it's basically down to, uh, Lawrence. If you're feeling frisky, James Robinson is a solid option. And then Brandon cooks at 53 and 63 because the Texans will always be down. Yeah. This is one of those games. I don't want a ton to do with it. Cooks. I don't want to, Crap to them in a lot of season long leagues for the reasons you just mentioned. They're going to th- have to throw the ball, and he's like pretty much their best option. But this game just comes, it just, you know, Robinson, phenomenal cash game play this week. Great cash game play. They're going to rely on him to take it easy for the rook. Um, and I think it's the old stack up a running back with a defense philosophy. Give me the Jags defense with uh, James Robinson. That's kind of where I'm sitting on this one because Houston will make enough mistakes this week. Chargers at the Washington football team. Chargers minus one over under 44 and a half. Where are we going here, Boggs? I mean, uh, there's not a ton to like. I don't really want either quarterback. This is a low over game, too. So there's just not a ton to love. Eckler's banged up. I'm not going to go to Justin Jackson or Larry Roundtree because I don't know how they're going to work that out. Um, Antonio Gibson's a possible buy at 5,907,000. $5, I think Keenan Allen is always in play. Uh, 69 74 just a ppr machine terry mclaurin is in play every week curtis samuel uh, came up limp again today maybe jared cook is in play 
and maybe one of the defenses if you want to. So I guess there's pieces to like, but I think Antonio Gibson, Keenan Allen are really the only two plays I'll have here. Yeah, we're pretty much on the same page. We, th- we, we think it's a low-scoring game, so I like Antonio Gibson to get his carries, get a couple catches out of the backfield. The Washington football team defense is legit, so I like them quite a bit. But I'm glad you mentioned Keenan Allen because even in tough games, he's a PPR machine, and people are going to see that Washington defense, which is no joke, so it's fair, but he's still going to get fed the football, like at least six to eight targets at least, if not more, every single game unless something weird happens. So I think that's a very good play. It's a chance to get – Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen at lower ownership this week, which can be very, very nice as well. All right, let's go to New England, Miami at the New England Patriots. Miami heads into Foxborough as three-point underdogs in this one, over under 43-and-a-half. Bogman, where are we going here? Uh, nothing. There is not a single thing that I really like in this game. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. Uh, I guess if I'm throwing a dart, maybe Nelson Aguilar at 4,500, 5,600, maybe – Jalen Waddle, since there's going to be no um, uh, Will Fuller in this game at 36 and 52, but I, you know, the Dolphins' defense might be a little stinky. I'm trying to find some silver lining here, Bubba. I'm just not finding it. I don't want to mess with any running backs in this game. Uh, you know, uh, Miami has been screwing around with using all three of them. We know what Bill Belichick does. I don't want either one of these quarterbacks. So there's just not a lot to like here. No, the only thing I like in this game is Damian Harris as a cash game running back. He's cheap. They are going to feed him the ball 15 to 20 times, just like they used to do Sony Michelle. So I think you got a floor to play with there. He's not too expensive. Otherwise, I want nothing to do with this game. I'm I would agree it. with you this week, but I think when Ramondre Stevenson mm-hmm. gets healthy, that they're going to split them up again. And it's just a super annoying that I have zero shares of well, Damian you know Harris. More annoying is James, James White's still going to get his too. Yeah. So. People like that's why I, I'll go with Harris. It's it's the old Sony Michelle because I used to fall under the trap on season long leagues. He's great in games that you think are going to be low scoring back and forth games like this game. If there's any chance that uh, the other team can throw the football up and down the field, he's not worth a thing. <laughs> so like <laughs> this game feels like it's kind of a back and forth. Uh, we're halfway through the 13 game week one slate. Let me remind everybody to check out Line Star on YouTube at the Line Star YouTube channel. Give the old subscription and the thumbs up over there. Share the great word of the Line Star YouTube and give a rating and review to the podcast, the pre snap podcast. Five star be preferable. We'd really appreciate it. It would help the podcast reach a larger audience and we can share this awesome goodness with everybody involved. So go check that out. It would help us out a ton. Six more games to go on this 13 game slate. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Minnesota minus three and a half over under 47 and a half Bogman. Where are we going? I mean, for me, it's Dalvin cook. It's Jefferson, maybe Thielen. you know, obviously Irv Smith getting banged up. Probably gave a little boost to the whiteouts. Um, but I don't know. I don't know if I want any of these uh, Bengals whiteouts. I think one of them is going to go crazy, but it's weird. The pricing is just strange. Uh, because T. Higgins is most expensive on FanDuel. On DraftKings, Tyler Boyd's most expensive. So, And then in the middle on DK is Jamar Chase. In the middle on FanDuel is Tyler Boyd. So Jamar Chase is the cheapest. So obviously they don't know what's going to happen either, which kind of makes me a wait and see. I think if I'm picking one, I'm going to pick Higgins. Uh, but for me, I, I think it's Cook. I think it's both those wideouts. I think Tyler Conklin is a nice, uh, you know what? I think Tyler Conklin and CJ Uzama can be uh, some cheap options here uh, on this. And maybe, you know, if you want to go with the Vikings defense against Burrow coming back uh, for, for his first game since his knee tear, 
that could be in play. But for me, it's mainly Cook, Jefferson, and Thielen, which are all expensive options. Uh, and that's kind of all I like and all I feel safe with here. Yep, Cook is probably the best running back play on the slate. I'm going to go there. There might be some close arguments, but I think Cook in this format and it, with a team we know they're going to want to run the ball over and over again, and they should be in the lead most of the game. So Dalvin Cook should feast. I wouldn't be shocked if he gets over 25 carries in this game. Like he should just destroy the Cincinnati defense. So I like Cook a bunch. If you want to use the defense with him, I get it. I like the Conklin call, super cheap. So if you want to use him as a value, like just punt tight end. There's some catch. decent I don't punt hate tight it. ends today. Yeah. This week. yeah. So you got that going for you. Like I usually love stacking Cincinnati. I'm just nervous with Burrow. I really am. If you want to do it, you can. If anything, though, I 100 percent agree. T. Higgins is the guy I want. Even if you're not stacking similar to the the Keenan Allen talk we had, Higgins is still going to get fed the ball enough. I think. I think he's still the the receiver of choice. We'll see though. Like you said, there's a lot of question marks. A lot of question marks. So it'll be tough to see where that all uh, shakes out. New Jersey, New Jersey, New York Jets <laughs> at the Carolina Panthers. Right. In this one. Carolina minus five and a half at home over under 44 and a half. You got Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson taking on their old foes. Bogman, what are we liking in this one? I mean, I like Sam Darnold you know, at 5,6500 and a nice cheap kind of punt quarterback situation here. I think uh, he's going to be throwing darts all over his former team, which also makes me in on. I think DJ Moore is my favorite wide receiver this week. You know, this Jets secondary is weak sauce. Very, very bad. Not good at all. So I like um, Darnold to more a bunch. I like Robbie Anderson. I think he's in play. I think Terrace Marshall as a very cheap option could be in play at 3,400. Not liking a lot on the Jets side. If I had to pick one Jet, it would probably be Evan Coleman at 49 and 54 or another cheap tight end option in Tyler Croft because Sam Darn or uh, Zach Wilson threw to him a ton in this preseason. And he seems like one of uh, Zach Wilson's favorite targets. So uh, not a lot to love with the Jets yet. I, I do think Zach Wilson is going to make them much better. But week one is tough. I would love Crowder, but he, I don't know if he's going to play. He's got COVID. If we don't know Crowder's going to play, it kind of makes me also like um, Corey Davis quite a bit in a PPR format if they have to throw it a ton. At the same time, I'm just kind of avoiding the whole situation. Um, I think DJ Moore is a very nice uh, catch game type play for the amount of targets he's going to get. Robbie Anderson, more of a tournament. Same with Terrace Marshall. I think, I think you know, Carolina will have their fun, but like the Jets keep it close enough. Would you rather have Dalvin Cook or Christian McCaffrey this week? I'd rather have Dalvin Cook this week. Uh, Cincinnati yeah. is still, uh, you know, uh, still figuring things out on defense. 100% with you on that one. Let's head to Hotlanta, Philadelphia at the Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta minus three over under 48. Bogman, what are we liking down in Atlanta? Oh, we like everything in Hotlanta. I like both quarterbacks here. Uh, Jalen Hurts, 6,476. And Matt Ryan is somehow cheaper than him at 6,073. Mm -hmm. So I think they're both in play. Don't really like the running game from from uh, Philly. I just don't know how they're going to use all of these guys quite yet. You know, if I'm picking one, I'm going to pay up and go with Miles Sanders because he can just make a gigantic play. It's what he does. I do like Mike Davis uh, for Atlanta, 54 and 6,200. I think he's a nice cheap option. And then at wideout, it's you know you can pay up for Ridley. I think uh, Russell Gage is in play. I would love to. I mean, Jalen Rager is cheap at 37 and 54. I think he's a great option. And then, you know, if you want to go ahead and pay up for my boy Kyle Pitts at 44 and 6,000, you can do that. Uh, Dallas Goddard and Zach Kurtz, not as interested in them. But um, yeah, I think there's a lot to like in this game. It's a high over game, too. 
Yeah, high over game. The game should fly over. I think uh, Matt Ryan's going to throw for a lot this year. So I think at 6000 on DK, 73 on FanDuel, both affordable. That DK price is great. $100 more than Baker Mayfield. And I think, could be wrong, I think most are going to go to Baker. So that could even lighten things up here with Matty Ryan. We'll see. We'll see. Time will tell. Could be a new year where people have new philosophies on life. But um, I think Matt Ryan going to Ridley will be very popular, but I don't mind mixing in some pits, like you said. Russell Gage was really good last year when Julio was out. People like made fun of it, but he produced. Like They have to throw yeah. somewhere. Like, they have to. So I, I don't mind some Atlanta action in this game. You can bring it back with some Phillies guys, Philadelphia guys like you mentioned. Um, I'm not ready to go Devontae Smith just yet. But I get it. I'd rather go Jalen Rager as well. And that's a great piece. We talked about Josh Reynolds at 34. Rager's 37. And no matter what injury is taking place, he's on the field. So this, this could be really, really fun. Jalen Hurts runs a little more than Matty Ryan. So that kind of helps his upside. It's going to be a really fun game. I think there's a lot of tournament appeal here. The one thing I'll say is I love Mike Davis in tournaments and cash. I think he's phenomenal in cash, especially at 5,400 on DK. Great, great price tag. I think lots of carries, probably four to five pass attempts coming his way. Uh, there's a lot to like there with uh, Davis in my book. All right, a couple more games to go for you here. We got your boys, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo minus six and a half, over under 48 and a half. Bogman, what are we liking in this game? Man, I like everything on the Buffalo side and everything on the Pittsburgh side. I think this game is going to go way over. Um, you know, Ben is a cheap option, 61 and seven, uh, 71, but uh, Josh Allen, 74 and 81, for one of those top end guys. I think that's affordable. So uh, I like Josh Allen as well. I would love to tell you to pick a running back here for Buffalo because Tyson Alu Alu is banged up. Al uh, Alex Highsmith banged up right now. Stefan Tuitt is on the IR. So this defensive line for Pittsburgh is roughed up. But I don't know who the hell they're going to run first. Singletary's first man out of the gate, but more carries and touches have gone to Moss. So if I'm guessing, I'm going to go with Moss because Moss is like just a he's a hair cheaper on DK and he's a hair more expensive on FanDuel. So I'm going to go with Moss. Um, I like Najee, but I want to see what he's got uh, behind this line in the first game. Stefan Diggs, I'm just not about him this week because he's a little uh, banged up with a knee tweak. I could be my words on that. Hopefully I'm not. Uh, but uh, Cole Beasley should be in play at 44 and 5,500. Um, Deontay Johnson, Juju, Claypool. If I have to pick one, I'm going to go with the cheap option of Claypool and uh, have him. Uh, I, got, I got him leading this week for Pittsburgh just because I think they're going to have to throw some deep hitters to catch up with Buffalo. So uh, that's what he does. He gets open downfield. So, um, you know, if you want to go with the tight end, it's still stupid Ebron. I can't stand him, but uh, he's still the guy there. And then I don't want any part of either one of these defenses because I think this is going to be a bit of a shootout. Yeah, this could be the fun one when most people, I think, go to Kansas City and Cleveland. This could be your flip side. And I think this is the one you could attack. Love Josh Allen. Stefan Diggs' injury is concerning, but like Beasley could be interesting. If Diggs is like really banged up, you know, it opens the door for Sanders and even Gabriel Davis kind of extends the field like Diggs kind of does. So that could be interesting to keep an eye on the on the report there. But I like Beasley in PPR formats 100%. I think he's going to get tons of action this week. I'm still going to have digs for now, but I'm with you. I want to I want to keep an eye on the injury as well. And then bringing it back, I'm always a Deontay guy in PPR. The secondary is pretty good for Buffalo, so I like the idea of Chase opening things up. They'll even give him a, an occasional carry out of the backfield. We've seen that. So I think it's fun there. It also could be, you know, you, you check out the Star app, look at ownership. All three guys are going to get targeted probably what, at least four or five times at least, you would yeah. think, in this game. 
So take the lowest on guy. Even even if it's Juju, we've seen Juju be just fine. Ben likes him. Like they're, they're all going to catch the ball. Yeah, they're all going to have good days. So take the low on guy. Have some fun. See where the night takes you. All right, two more games to go here. Seattle at Indianapolis in this one. This could be a really fun one. Seattle is minus two and a half on the road in Indianapolis. Over under fifty. Bogman, what are you seeing in here? Well, I don't want to go with Carson Wentz because he's a, you know he's going to start, which is great, but he's a little tweaked up, so I don't want to do that. Russell Wilson's a little expensive. I think if I'm going to pay for a quarterback, you might as well just go and take Josh Allen or Kyler Murray. So uh, I do like Jonathan Taylor at eight thousand seventy nine hundred. I think against the Seattle defensive front, he could have a nice game. Um, Chris Carson could have a pretty good game too at fifty nine sixty seven. So I'd say he's in play. Uh, but my favorite plays here. Are Pittman 41 and 53, and then I'm more than willing to pay up for DK Metcalf at 75 and 77, Tyler Lockett at 67 and 68. Don't want anything to do with any tight ends here because it's a little too messy. If I had to pick one out of this whole group, I would say that uh, Gerald Everett at 34 and 48 would be my guy, and I don't want either side of these, these defenses either. So for me, it's going to be JT, Michael Pittman, and the two big dogs at White Out for Seattle. Yeah, I think Pittman's one of the better values on this slate because Indianapolis is, is going to have to throw the ball. Over-under is 50. I believe we see the over-hit in this game, so um, they're going to have to throw it around, and he is just a great option, especially with T.Y. Hilton out of the game. So I think you get some good value there with Pittman. Um, I don't mind these Seattle guys. They're pricey. I get it. I feel like if I'm using them, I need to use Rush. That's my only thing, but uh, I get it. It should be an interesting game. It feels like I, I got the Colts winning outright and uh, the over but uh, it's, it's going to be an interesting game. A lot of weird ways it feels like it's going to bounce. So. I'll, I'll say this, too, that Kylan Granson out of SMU is he reminds me a lot of what was going on with Mark Andrews when he got to the, the Ravens. So okay. just keep that in mind. Not for this week, obviously. Let's wait and see before we pay up for a tight end. But I do think that he he's a pass-catching tight end, so I think he could be big for them for fantasy purposes eventually. All right, the last game on this 13-game week one slate. We got San Francisco at the Detroit Lions. Niners are seven and a half point road favorites, over under 45 and a half. This is a bloodbath, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, for me, it's I'm all about Mostert and Sermon. I think you could play both of them. I think there's a possibility that they both go over 100 yards. It would not shock me. I mean, they're just going to run the ball right down Detroit's throat. I feel like they're going to control the line of scrimmage as well. So they're my two favorite plays in this game. I also like Amonor St. Brown at 3000 bucks. He's the cheapest of the Lions, all cheap wide receiver options. They should have to play catch up. Uh, Quintus Cephas. Uh, also 32 and 47 Tyra Williams, 44 and 54. So I'll take him on or St. Brown as the cheap option. If you want to play Iacher Debo, you can, obviously, if you want to play Hawkinson or Kittle, you can, but my three favorite plays here are Mostert, Sermon and St. Brown. Love Mostert. I think he's a guy that I said all draft season was getting underappreciated. People are taking Sermon over Mostert and they forget who this guy is. Yeah, sure. He gets banged up, but when he's playing, He's a beast. But Sherman gets banged up too. Like yeah, but, but most are running game and passing game. Like he's so yeah. good. So I, I think he's a good one. And then George Kittle might get forgotten about on this slate because this game is has the potential to get ugly. But if it gets ugly, you'd have to imagine Kittle's a big reason it got ugly. So I think he gets overlooked in this slate because everyone wants Kelsey, rightfully so. But most of the other big dogs, like Andrews, isn't on the slate. You got you got some of the other guys. Uh, um, what you call it, uh, Waller? He's he's facing Andrews. Like you don't have the other big options to go yeah. with. So I think I think Kittle's an interesting one that you might get at some lower ownership to make it happen. All right, Bogman, that wraps up all thirteen games. 
Who do you want to stack up this week? I mean, I think you can stack the Chiefs. I think the the Niners are stackable. Uh, I think the Bills and Steelers are both stackable. I think Cleveland is stackable. And either side of Arizona and Tennessee is as well. Yeah, Arizona, Tennessee, big time fun there. Uh, Cleveland, Kansas City, like we talked about, that Buffalo game looks really weird, uh, really good. So that's kind of where I want to plant my flags on this slate and then mix in some other pieces if you want. But those are my main ones. Green Bay is always an option as well. But those three games are the ones I'm targeting at this point in time. And Bogman, I know it's a, tra- a tradition that you guys used to do, and it's the touchdown picks of the week. I believe we give two, right? Two touchdown picks of the week? I mean, we can start doing two. We always did one. Oh, it's just one. Okay, for some reason, I thought you guys had a running back and a receiver. No, so, no, no, just one. Oh man, running just, back or, I'm, or receiver. I'm hyped up. I'm hyped up this week. So, like the home run pick on our DF our MLB show, we will do a touchdown pick each and every week. And if uh, when they when they tweet it out, if you retweet it, you might get some free swag. Same concept, same fun, same bat time, same bat channel, folks. <laughs> so all that fun stuff. So Bogman kicking off the week one. Who is your touchdown pick of the week? Shouldn't have let me go first. I'm going to take Raheem Mostert against the Lions. So uh, I mean, it's just it's the easy pick. The Lions are awful. So Raheem Mostert, you shouldn't have let me go first. <laughs> you can have him. You can have okay. him because all right. I'm going to take one that's on a tee. And I swear it's probably like over under a half is like minus 4,000. And it's, if it doesn't hit, well, so be it. But give me Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook okay. finds the end zone this week. I'm going Dalvin Cook. That's what I thought you were going to take. I'm like, yeah, you stink. But uh, you didn't. You left them for me, and I appreciate that. That's why we were friends. That's right. So, um, everybody, make sure you follow my friend over there, Bogman, on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I am at BD Entrick. Rate, review the podcast, download the app, check out Thrive Fantasy, use promo code LionStar for a first-time deposit match up to 100 bucks and two free months of the premium product at LionStar. But more importantly, good luck this week. We'll be back to you guys next week. This was the Pre-Snap Podcast. See you guys later. See ya. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Thrive Fantasy. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.